Should the University of Cincinnati sell naming rights to Nippert Stadium? Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. It's free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Subscribe, and I'm going to really put emphasis on subscribing today because we are currently at 399, so one away from 400. As always, follow us, too, to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. My name is Alex Frank, former sports director of UC's Bearcast Media, your host each and every day. All right, so... The Bengals have sold their naming rights to Paul Brown Stadium. The University of Cincinnati should be next for Nippert Stadium. Why? Because there's so much momentum right now. Cincinnati is one of five programs, I believe one of five programs in the country, that is vying for their fourth straight 11-plus win season. Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Ohio State, those, those teams in that group. Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia are the only other five programs vying for 11-plus wins for the fourth straight year. That's excluding 2020 because that was a COVID year. That's the momentum Cincinnati has right now. In addition to coming off a college football playoff appearance, in addition to the recruiting that they have, in addition to going to the Big 12, this university has a lot of momentum right now. Now is the time to sell naming rights. And think about the area where you play right now. It's a metropolitan area. Does that have anything to do with it? I think it should. You've got more companies in the area and on campus. I mean, think about your options on campus. Mio's Pizzeria, I would put Skyline first. I would also go, I mean, you could go a handful of places. I mean... You've got so many resources at your disposal right on campus. Martino's, Bogart's, I mean, so many options. Kroger. I mean, can you imagine if Kroger would be willing to do that? So you've got all these options. Now's the time to sell naming rights. Because there's so much that it can do for a university. It can pump a lot more money into the program. This program already is recruiting a lot of money. Because they're doing well, fans are coming to the games, they're going to the Big 12, and the new television deal is going to give them a lot more revenue than what they're getting right now in the American. But imagine having a a naming rights to your stadium. What that can do for you. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to tell you later on why the Bearcats should, and this university should sell naming rights. But there is a a, um, line of thinking that would mess with the history of Nippert Stadium. I'm going to touch on that after a word from Bet Online. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at, at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, which is getting really close to the pennant chase, by the way. The NFL, that's revving up this week. Bengals' first preseason game. Bengals' first game at Paycor Stadium is Friday. NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf also included. 
BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They've got you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today on your mobile device. BetOnline, where the game starts. Nippert Stadium is one of the oldest stadiums in the country in college football. And I think that is what makes it so unique. Because there hasn't been much change in the last however many years. Since the 1900s. It's been named Nipper Stadium forever. So there is that. And I'm sure you're going to have a lot of fans. Depending on the demographic. I don't think it's going to matter based on demographics. I think, okay... Your older population, your older alumni who have been going to games for 40 years, you've got your recent college grads who spent probably a lot of their time during their stint at Cincinnati at Nippert Stadium. The great thing about Nippert Stadium is you can go anytime during during the week. Oh, I'd go all the time. I would um, sit outside, you know, we need my lunch when I would go to Stadium View Cafe and get myself some fish and chips. I would, you know, go on the field, throw the football around with some friends. I would, you know, just walk on the field, you know. I mean, I went during the summer of 2020 when, you know, you couldn't really do anything, it felt like. So Nippert Stadium is part of the conscience of the University of Cincinnati. So if you're going to change the name, are people really going to catch on to that? I don't know. So there is that. Um, and here's the thing. Look around college football. Look around college football, and what you'll see is a lot of the stadiums from big-time programs, and not just big-time programs, but around the but not but any team. What they have, what their stadium name is, it's either named after a famous person associated with the university, or it's named something like Clemson Memorial Stadium, Notre Dame Stadium, something basic, the Rose Bowl. Um, you know, L.A. Memorial Coliseum. That has, I don't think that'll ever sell their naming rights. And if they do, holy smokes. So a lot of stadiums around college football don't really have naming rights. The only thing, stadiums that I can think of, Papa John Stadium, Louisville. Um, what, uh, what other stadium can you think of? There are not a lot of stadiums around the country with naming rights. And that is, to me why Nipper Stadium should stay where it's at. I mean, you go to the, you're going to the Big 12 and you look at the stadiums. McLean Stadium, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to, uh, Iowa State, I believe their stadium's not named, doesn't have naming rights sold. So your schools in the Big 12 and Oklahoma and Texas, they both have um, stadiums that are not sold to naming rights. So you look around college football, most of your iconic stadium names are not ones who had naming rights sold. So if you're becoming a top 10 program, perhaps it's best to not have a naming rights sold because everybody around the country, not just in Cincinnati, everyone around the country, because the Bearcats now are, you know, a national commodity in terms of, you know, they are known because they've been to a national playoff tournament that determines the champion of college football. The nation knows who the Bearcats are and they know Nippert Stadium. The Big 12 knows Nippert Stadium. Now, there's been talk about expansion. There's been talk about renovations. That's, you know, that's already been renovated. 
naming rights could be next. But at the same time, is it worthy to say, you know what, the buck kind of stops here? Because there have been a lot of changes to this university over the last, you know, decade, 15 years, heck, 20 years. My mom always tells me, oh, yeah, when I went to school at Cincinnati, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot different. It was a lot different then than it is now. So that's what you have to consider. If you change Nippert Stadium, I, I mean, there's a, there's a line of thinking, and I still think it should, but there's a line of thinking that if you do, you will mess with the history and the integrity and the conscience of the University of Cincinnati. And you have to think about where this program is going. Does it make sense? It might make sense financially. It might. And finances are a huge part of college athletics. Sorry, as we've seen. But at the end of the day, tradition matters. College football is a tradition-rich sport. Even though it is progressive. Even though it's not as seeped in its roots as baseball is. College football and college basketball and college athletics as a whole is becoming very progressive. And if you're not changing with the times, you're going to be left out. Cincinnati realized that. That's why they went out and tried to hire, you know, an offensive-minded coach in basketball and John Brandon. That didn't work out, but still, they saw the writing on the wall. They saw what was winning uh, Sweet 16 berths and Final Four berths and all that. You know, Cincinnati is becoming progressive. They are recruiting progressively. Yes, their identity is we're going to be tough, we're going to be nasty, we're going to beat the heck out of you physically, but they also know, hey, we got to have an element of speed here. That's why they got Desmond Ritter, Trey Tucker, Tyler Scott, Nick Martin, or Jerome Ford, Corey Kiner, Evan Prater. They are you know, moving with the times and being progressive. But at the end of the day, you might have to say, listen, with Skyline Stadium, that actually has a nice ring to it. But would a stadium that's not named Nippert, would that be messing with the conscience? It's an interesting conversation. And I wanted to talk about this on today's show because, you know, fall camp. I mean, we can talk about the quarterback battle all you want. We can talk about the running backs, which we'll talk about tomorrow. But I thought this was an interesting topic because the Bengals just sold their naming rights, Paycor Stadium. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Um, And they're realizing, hey, we got a lot of momentum. We got this icon of a franchise quarterback in Joe Burrow. We need to make sure we're doing everything that's modernized, we need to be making sure, as Mike Brown always says, his father Paul told him, you know, his father Paul Brown, excuse me for just saying Paul, that's a sin. Whew, should be sent to prison for that. Um, <laughs> um, Mike Brown has said, hey, we need to do what's, the, what's, the, what's in the best interest for the football team. And he's realizing that. And for anyone out there who's saying, just a side note, for anyone out there saying, oh my gosh, Ballbound Stadium is being taken down from the stadium. Oh my gosh, you know, what are you doing? You're tarnishing his name and whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, we're not. No, they're not. His name is on the facade in Paul Brown Stadium forever. His name is in the on in the collar of the players' jerseys, and it's on the walling that surrounds the, that surrounds the field. So Paul Brown's name is, oh, for sure, Stane. So it's an interesting topic because like the the Bengals, the Bearcats have a lot of momentum right now and where they're going. Now, players come and go. Icons don't always stay around for a long time. Joe Burrow's a franchise icon for the Bengals. He's going to be here for the next 15 years. Iconic players in the Bearcats football program like Desmond Ritter and um, Marty Gilliard and Tony Pike and anybody, anybody else you want to mention, Sauce Gardner, they come and go. 
But still, you have to think long term. Your program's not going to uproot and go somewhere. No, that's not that's not how college athletics works. But you do have to be on good financial ground to get to where you want to go. However, when you mess with tradition, that might take precedent. But up next, I'll hammer home why I want the naming rights to be sold for Nippert Stadium. Now, it could just mean the field's named um, differently. But Nippert Stadium might have to stay. But if it doesn't, which I think there's a merit, there's merit to it, I'll tell you why it should be sold. After a word from Coldwell Banker Heritage and Prime Lending. That's what the Lockdown Cincinnati Bearcats podcast is supported in part by. It's supported in part by Debbie Weckstein Frank, a realtor with Coldwell Banker Heritage, and Steve Maloney, a lender with Prime Lending. If you're looking for a new home in the Cincinnati and Dayton area because you want to come to the area with the hottest team in college football, which is, of course, the Cincinnati Bearcats, well, I've got the personal real estate team to help you do just that. Debbie specializes in both the Dayton and Cincinnati areas and is a longtime Miami Valley resident who has helped hundreds of people all over the country find and close on their dream home. Steve is also a longtime Miami Valley resident. He specializes in purchases and refinances in over 40 states. I mean, 700 WLW can't even reach that many states. Debbie and Steve are available when you need them most, even during a Bearcats game, even on evenings, heck, even on weekends. When you are making split-second decisions, they are here to help you get your offer to the top of the list. Take the guesswork out of the home buying process and hire a wide-open professional real estate team with a track record of success. You can call Debbie right now. She's at 937-672-3942. That's 937-672-3942. Or you can visit teamweck.com. That's T-E-A-M-W-E-C-K.com for more information. Debbie and Steve will help you close on your dream home today. Go Bearcats. All right, so here's the thing. I, I mentioned that a lot of um, stadium names of iconic programs or iconic stadiums around college football, they're not named after necessarily their name or their naming rights being sold. But what they are is... Um, like named after a famous person, whether a coach, player, like, um, you know, you, you can name any player, coach around the country, iconic. Um, Brian Denny Stadium, obviously Ben Bear Bryan with Alabama, but, which, but what you can also do, or it's all named after a famous person on campus. But here's the thing. Look at where the Bearcats play. They play in a metropolitan area. So there are other interests in that area. You know, most of your college teams that are iconic programs, like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, they're in small, they're in like small markets, like suburban areas, rural, you know, college towns, Athens, Georgia, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Columbus, maybe more metropolitan there, Ann Arbor, Michigan, South Bend, Indiana. Um, uh, Austin, Texas, or Baton Rouge, Gainesville, Florida, schools like that, they're in suburban areas. But here's the thing. When you're in a metropolitan area, you've got to understand you've got more competition. College towns like Athens and Tuscaloosa, that, that's who they have. That is their, they live through those teams. 
Like every game, that's prof- that's professional football for them. You know why they say it just means more in the SEC? Well, there's your answer. You, and you look at the other options in Cincinnati, okay? You look at um, the Bengals, FC Cincinnati, Bearcats men's basketball, uh, if the Reds ever get good again. You've got, you know, Oktoberfest. You've got the Flying Pig. You've got your entertainment options, you know, Finley Market. You've got all those options. You don't have to go to the Bearcats games, and that used to be the case. But now there's a lot of momentum with this program. Look at the companies that are on campus. Look at the money that can be pumped in. And to compete with programs like Alabama and Georgia, you know, it's not just recruiting. It's not just developing. It's, you know, we got to have the financial resources. You know, if we can have nice facilities, which the Bearcats are getting facility upgrades, and that's great. But you look at your top-of-the-line programs throughout college football. Like, they have these outworldly facilities. And Cincinnati needs to understand if we sell our naming rights to Nipper Stadium, we can get a lot of money pumped in. And that is astronomically important to the fabric that is Cincinnati. Look at the look at the uh, the huge impact going to the Big 12. And you think about standing out as a top 10 program. Take advantage of the companies around you. Small towns like Tuscaloosa and Athens don't have the companies like Skyline, P&G, Kroger, uh, although the, the other companies that I mentioned previously, PNC, they don't have those. You know, fifth, third, they don't have those. That's what you have to do to compete with the Blue Bloods. And you talk about ushering in a new era. I know college football is driven by not the market, but the caliber of the program. But naming rights sold, pumps money in, and you've got to need that to compete. You're going to need that. So if you want to sell naming rights to Nipper Stadium, I think it should be done. I think it should. Now, it would be a historic change. But then again, the Bengals have never had a naming rights change. They are. They're embracing change. They're embracing modern modernization. So why can't the Bearcats? Why can't the Cincinnati Bearcats? Why can't the Cincinnati Bearcats just embrace this modernization and sell naming rights to Nipper Stadium? It would do wonders for them. When they join the Power Five, not just to compete in the Big 12, but to compete on a national level. Those resources will go a long, long way. All right, on tomorrow's show, we'll talk about Corey Kiner and what his role could be this season and why it's similar to the quarterback battle that's ongoing throughout fall camp at Camp Higher Ground. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore 90 with two N's, N-N-A-T-I. You can follow me on Instagram too, AlexFrank9 underscore, or email me and alex3frank at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel, up to 399 subscribers and counting, so you're next. If you subscribe, you could get to 400. 400 subscribers. What a great achievement that is. Or as Vince Scully would say, the late Vince Scully would say, not a bad opening act. Now, for your second listen, go make it Locked On Big 12. Get more on the Big 12 by making Locked On Big 12 your second listen. Everyday host Josh Neighbors and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big 12 in 30 minutes. Locked On Big 12, your second listen. That's Locked On Big 12. For the Locked On Bearcats podcast, my name is Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. I will be back tomorrow talking Corey Kiner, all things running backs, and why it's similar to the quarterback battle that's ongoing. 
Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.